Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And today I've got a really special episode. We're going to be talking about all the things that keep us limited. If you've ever been in a season of your life currently now or perhaps in the future where you feel like you need to conquer something but feel afraid or limited and just don't know what is keeping you from taking that next step and going to that next level, listen to this episode very closely. This is something that you really want to save and listen to again because I'm going to dive deep about what are the reasons that keep us trapped and limited. So stay tuned and you're going to get all these good information coming to you after this short break. Okay, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I would like to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time or multiple episodes. Thank you very much for being here. I know that you can be other places, but I enjoy your presence with me right now. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you smash that subscribe button so as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety-split. And let's be friends on social. If you haven't done so already, please follow me on LinkedIn, Denise George Lee, or Twitter, Denise G. Lee, where you'll be receiving tips and motivation and inspiration to help you build your personal brand and or service-based business. With that all being said, let's get started. Now, one thing that I really truly believe is that for a lot of us, everyone who's listening now or in the future is someone who has a big dream. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. You'd be playing on your Xbox or watching something on Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever you enjoy to do on your free time. But the fact that you're listening to this tells me that you're committed and you're motivated to do awesome things. And I want to tell you that is awesome. That is one big step in the right direction. But for a lot of us, we get into this habit of listening to all these positive things. And I'm not saying that positive, motivational, self-help and all that stuff isn't good. But for a lot of us, we have some dirty laundry that are some things that we've just pushed out to the side and we just need to clean up in order for us to become who you are destined to be. And I don't know what that looks like for you. We all have been given a unique design, a unique purpose, a unique calling to fulfill. But because of this inner turmoil, because of all of this stuff that has not been healed, it's preventing us from being more authentic or taking more risks or reaching out to people that we're afraid so much of being judged or ridiculed. All this stuff that's playing in our minds, I definitely feel that we don't go further and farther because of that. With all that being said, I've got about mm, one, two, three, four uh, things that, actually five, um, five things that I believe is going to really help transform you if you're willing to get dirty and do the work. This is definitely a moment where you want to get a pen and paper if you don't have one available because I want you to really write down everything that I have to say. I'm going to repeat it slowly twice so that in case you misheard me the first time, you could be able to listen to it again. But the point is I want you to really take that time to self-examine and ask yourself, okay, of what Denise is saying, what's really resonating with me? 
because I myself, I heard these things so many times, but until I started to do the healing work and and still until I started to work through the things that were causing me pain, I didn't really see a lot of breakthroughs in my business. I didn't see a lot of breakthroughs in my personal life because I just didn't want to go through it. And I'm hoping that as you're listening to what I have to say, you might you know, be honest with yourself and say, okay, I definitely need to examine this area or that area. So with all being said, let's get straight into it. I've got five and I'm going to repeat um, one at a time. Number one is reminding ourselves of past dramas, reminding ourselves of past traumas. And when I say trauma, I'm talking about a specific event. It doesn't have to be sexual or physical because I think when most people think about trauma, it either goes to one of those extremes. uh, And I'm not discounting that. I'm just saying that most people think trauma is only sexual or physical. I'm also talking about emotional or psychological. And that can come in a lot of different flavors. It could have been where you were under abusive parent or you were constantly bullied at school or perhaps you're never really felt supported or neglect or just outright neglected by certain people who were supposed to take care of you <clears throat> or perhaps you had really acute experiences of painful men- uh, moments where you did not feel supported at all and you didn't know who to turn to and as a result it's scarred in your mind and every time someone brings up a person a place or a thing that reminds you of that specific event it's almost like you're time traveling back to that old place and the wound feels like it never really healed people say the time heals all wounds and it it doesn't that's a freaking lie for some of us we are definitely replaying all those bad things over and over and over again and because we're playing that and we're not wrapping it around with context when i say context explaining why it happened how we're viewing things as an adult why was that beneficial and trust me even the most painful things that we've ex- have experienced in our, our life have can be used for good we're reminding ourselves we're not putting it in context and and figuring out exactly what we can learn and how we can help other people using those experiences. We can stay limited. And what we do if we don't examine them a little closer is we avoid people or things that remind us of that past trauma. Or we ridicule others who want to do similar things that remind you of that past trauma. And it's not because that they're doing anything wrong. It's because you have so many unresolved issues around that particular person or thing or event you haven't fully healed from it, that you haven't been able to really release it and let it be a blessing for yourself and let it be a blessing for others. So if you're listening to this and you're constantly repaying, replaying certain tapes on yourself based on your your boss always made fun of you, your first boss out of college, or you're remembering when your, your ex-partner uh, would constantly not pay the bills and you guys were always in debt and as a result you're so afraid of looking at paying bills like whatever that event is I want you to understand that it was being used for a higher purpose I don't know what that higher purpose is but trust and believe it was otherwise you wouldn't have been treated 
with that particular event in your life. And I want you to think about, okay, now that I've gone through and I've experienced this, what did I learn? How can I help other people with it? Is this something that I can share with others? So many of us are walking libraries of resources, information about how we got through certain things. And we're not telling people because for whatever reason, we think that no one can benefit. But I'm telling you, people can benefit from what you have to share. And don't be afraid of sharing it. Even if you didn't feel like you did the best of job, oftentimes we have so much information that we really take for granted that can help someone else. So please put context around what you went through, why it was so hard, and remind yourself that there was something to be learned from it. Okay. Let's talk about number two is basing our decisions on the fears of our friends, family, friends and our family. Today, I had a really fun experience listening uh, to Heather Monahan briefly talking about her experience before she wrote a book. And she said, well, when she, right before I went to publishing, her mother and her sister said, we shouldn't, you shouldn't publish this. It can get you in trouble. You could get sued. And the very first thing that she did was she went to talk to an expert. She went to talk to her pub, her publisher who has published 10 books of a similar type of genre. And she, she conveyed her fears to this particular a publisher about why she was afraid. And it was because of her family members saying that they were afraid. And the publisher brought her back to your, her why. Why was she doing this? Why was she writing this book? And more likely than not, the reason why her family members were discouraging her was because of their projection of their own fears and their own anxieties about having certain family details released because this was a uh, uh, autobiography for, of her life. And so I want to ask you, are you giving a lot of people who have their own fears and anxieties a lot of influence into how you run your business and what you do for promoting yourself? Because oftentimes we delay career options. We delay so many things because we are so wrapped around the having the approval of people who love and care about us. And I'm not saying that we should not neglect the needs of our friends or family or, or not have sympathy sympathy towards them. But oftentimes when they're telling you a no, it's not because they really care about you. It's because they're so frightened about what may come about by you changing or you releasing information that they would rather have you unfortunately suffer than prosper in that sense. And I know that sounds really insane because you're like, wait a minute, my friends and my family really love me and they care about me. Well, they're also human, honey. They also are dealing with their own hurts and hangups and issues and insecurities. And don't think just because they love you doesn't mean that they also are not vigilantly trying to guard themselves from feeling hurt or pain themselves. So be mindful about who you talk to, especially your friends and your family, and understand that a lot of people are 
who are not entrepreneurs, they want to stay safe. They want to play it safe. They don't want to expose themselves or take any risks because they don't. They value that safety and security way over the growth that comes from entrepreneurship. Okay. Let's talk about number three, putting or keeping ourselves in emotionally harmful situations. This is definitely something that I can raise my hand and testify that I have done over and over and over in my personal life and my professional life. So many, so many toxic situations. I, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll mention this one example um, for the ladies out there, especially some of the ladies out there who I go to nails and beauty parlors and all this, because I know you can really relate with this. I was about 19 years old, and I regularly visited this particular nail parlor, and I remember loving this particular airport all so much that I invited my then father's girlfriend at the time to accompany me to uh, a nail appointment. And I remember my my dad's girlfriend had a very different reaction to the nail polish, specifically the uh, nail technician that was working with me. I The particular nail uh, technician that was working with me um, was a man and he frequently called me sweetie and honey and said sit like here and do all this stuff and I've just I, and he would always kind of uh, insist that I pay a higher than normal tip uh, or you know he would always make comments about my appearance and <clears throat> I remember my dad's girlfriend was observing all of this and and she was saying why are you coming back he's not he's not treating you respectfully and not if not he's demeaning you at a certain point and you're paying him for this what in the world are you doing Denise and in my mind I was just so happy that a man even a man that I was paying paying was uh was flat was not even really flattering me in some cases he was condescending to me but I just took it because I just thought that was the way I should be treated and I want to let you know that if you're not necessarily in that situation with a nail polish, I'm just giving you an example of the fact that a lot of us, we put ourselves in these situations where we take these scraps and crumbs of attention and we rationalize it and say, well, this is the best that we can get. Let's just be happy with it. Let's not make a big deal. Let's not make a fuss. And it's ridiculous because how many other places all around the world can we go for someone to help us with a particular pro- a service need that we have, but we're tolerating this because we feel like we're accustomed to it or we're used to it or it's not that bad. And I want to let you know that if for most of us, especially if we if you grew up in a traumatic environment or you grew up where you experienced trauma, a lot of us have minimized the impact of painful experience and, and the impact of someone not treating us well and we minimize it and we rationalize it. We're actually really good of rationalizing it. And I just want to let you know that it's definitely not something that I want you to do for yourself. I don't want you to even for a second think that if you're feeling a hint that someone's not taking good care of you in this situation, that it's acceptable. It's really not acceptable at all. 
And if someone is from the outside is looking in, it's probably way worse than we can even imagine because we've got so accustomed and so used to these dangerous, harmful situations that we've normalized it. So I want you to sit and ask yourself, quite honestly, are there people or places or things where I know it makes me uncomfortable and really ask ourselves, like, is this harmful? Is this actually helping us? Because more often than not, a lot of us are so down the rabbit hole of self-destructive relationships. We don't even really see that we're harming ourselves in a day-to-day situation or how often, however often you have to interact with certain people. Okay, let's talk about number four, telling ourselves limited uh, beliefs on loop. And this is the point where I'm going to get really honest with you guys. I, for the longest time, I just truly believe that my voice really wasn't worth sharing with anybody, that it wasn't going to help anyone. And the reason why I believe that, and I told myself that reason, was because I surrounded myself with with people. And then earlier than that, I was in family situations where people would regularly uh, say negative things about myself or things that I do or decisions that I've made. And it really hurt on a deep, deep level. And I didn't want to really investigate that or examine why certain people said certain things to me. And I took it for that belief that because these people, for whatever reason, are saying these negative things to me, that means it's it's true. And then to make matters worse, I took it to the next level and said, well, because these people are not believing in me or not supporting me, therefore I can't support myself because, or I can't believe in myself because what they're saying must be correct. And I'm not even asking myself the better questions about why they're saying this. Perhaps they're just a straight up hater. Perhaps they're insecure. Perhaps they're going through their own issues. Perhaps they just like dunking on people that make them, to make themselves good. I never asked myself the better questions. And I encourage you to ask yourself those better questions because oftentimes we tell ourselves these negative information based on hurtful or harmful people. We never questioned it. And then long after they're gone, we tell ourselves those nasty negative messages to ourselves on loop. And if that's you, I want that to stop. And I want that to stop right now because people who love and care about you don't make you feel like a pile of dirt. People who love and care about you don't want you to believe that you are incapable of doing amazing things in your personal and or professional life. And every time you're spending more time fixated on negative things from people, if we're not careful, we'll absorb it, we'll ingest it, and then we'll repeat it to ourselves long after they're gone, long after they've left the room. And if that's you, I want you to let you know that there is a better way to think. If you have to put posts of positive affirmations and recite, you're worthy, you are powerful, you are amazing, you can do more than that's even possible that you can even ask for right now, that's what you need to do. You need to have that on loop. You need to make certain that you surround yourself with 10 times more positive energy than every negative energy. And if you have to just, I always tell some of my clients, 
catch, cancel, correct, meaning like as soon as a negative com- idea comes, you catch it, you cancel it, you say that's not it's true, and you correct it and by giving yourself a new message to replace the faulty one. And for a lot of my clients that come and work with me, that the majority of our time is deprogramming all those negative messages that we've been telling ourselves that we can't hire people or that we can't afford this or we can't do this or maybe it's not that's the time. And we just tell ourselves all these limited beliefs about ourselves and it's not true. You are more than capable and I want you to start asking your better yourself the better questions and that comes with first by not repeating negative messages that you've heard first from other people and then you tell it to yourself. And lastly, number five is um, the way we keep ourselves limited is we avoid things and people who who will help because we're afraid I never forget this has happened this happened most recently so it still sticks on my mind very very poignantly or where I was in this particular coaching call thing with some other entrepreneurs and the details of it doesn't matter but I remember one of the members said that she was afraid of doing x y and z event and the facilitator of the room at first was being polite and says, I respect you, I understand. But then he later said, I believe what you believe is true, but I don't necessarily, it's possible. And I was one of the few people and said, Brian, like, I don't believe that you are unable to do X, Y, and Z. I think there's a better way for us to accomplish our goals. And I wanted to let you know that it's not so much that there's not resources, but for a lot of us, it's so much easier for us to push away people. Uh, it's so much easier for us, especially if we've been through so many harmful, hurtful situations, to lump everything into the bucket of if you, the moment you even hint at making me feel bad or uncomfortable, I want to run away. And I want to let you know that it feels comfortable and familiar to do that, but it's not going to help us grow. It's not going to help you mature. It's not going to help me, myself, even mature either. And I've, I, I remember I was talking to my husband about a similar situation where another person was, we were coordinating about something and he's all of a sudden like just ghosted and went away. And I was just kind of perplexed about what happened. And my husband mentioned to me, he said, weren't you always the same person who avoided and neglected other people? Weren't you always the same person yourself that the moment they try to reach out and try to connect with you, you push them away? And she was right. Sorry, he was right. My my husband, he was right. I was I I did a really super good job of pushing people away. I did an excellent job of not really connecting with others because of my own insecurities and my own fears. And it was so much easier for me to blame another person instead of working through the fears and working through what made me feel uncomfortable about the situation. So I want to encourage you if you know that there's someone or that can really help you. I want you to fight against that urge to want to isolate. I want you to fight against that urge to alienate. 
And I know that it may feel like a good, warm cocoon to stay you yourself in your business. And you can't work hard without having business partners and whatever. And I'm not suggesting that you have the whole world come into your life. But what? But when you know that there's someone who has what you want or is an expert in something that you're deficient in or it's going to help you go to the next level, I don't want you to make those excuses for yourself about why you cannot connect and why you cannot reach out. Because for a lot of us, we can have really serious breakthroughs if we're willing to be honest and connect with one another. Now, let me repeat everything that we've talked about because I want to make sure that there is if there is something that I really said that resonated that you will not forget. It. So I have five things. And the number one is reminding ourselves of our past traumas. Number two, basing our decision on the fears of friends or family. Uh, number three, putting our putting or keeping ourselves in emotionally harmful situations. Four, telling ourselves limited beliefs. And lastly, five, avoiding things and people who will help. And I just want to say that I've come a long way myself. I was definitely one of those pers- people that avoided personal development work. I didn't believe that I was worth it. I didn't believe that it was necessary. And I'm here as a witness to tell you that the moment we start working and healing through our past, we can be able to make amazing strides in our future. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that I said that really resonated with you? Please let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. You can also use hello at denisegelee.com to um, let me know if you read a review so I can send you something as a token of my appreciation. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure you forward this podcast to someone if they can really benefit from it. Okay, that's it. Take care and be awesome.